0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. We got some free agency rankings that we're going to look at, including the running backs. We're going free agency week, all week long. It's Tuesday, March 10th, by the way. Uh, we'll be leading you into the free agency period. Very excited! I love free agency. The insanity should be fun. There's a wild new NFL logo out there and uh, some... Yeah, lower tier ex superstars who bounce around Josh Norman's new home. Uh what's up? We got a super fringe show. Always excited for it. Maybe we'll have a Taco Tuesday top five or something like that. Maybe we'll do uh top five bulging disc YouTube's. How about that?
1: That seems like a lot of work for Devo, Will. He's gonna have to bleep out all your mistakes. So- or we could do Top five places to go get your hair cut, because it looks like Brinson got a haircut.
0: No, I took a shower. I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow.
2: A, a what? Breach is just trying to distract from the fact that his hair right now is out of control. Yeah. Look at that thing. Breach, I don't even really know. What it, are
0: you going for? What is that? that this is, is... E. Breach is a little bit of a, um, uh, 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 what's the guy's name? that uh, Bill Murray He's right behind me. He plays uh, in Kingpin. Um, he's the bowler. You know yeah. This the, is I'm
1: having a baby in three weeks and I've given up on any sort of showering anything. It's
2: just it's over.
0: Ernie McCracken. He's got a little Ernie McCracken at the end of Kingpin. Going for him. Sean. You're not, you haven't seen Kingpin, have you? What year you, did that come out? Uh, Ninety six. Oh, that's yeah.
2: actually not that old.
0: No, you need to watch Kingpin. It's hilarious. I'll uh, add
2: it to my list.
0: You should add it to your list. As a movie reviewer, you've never seen Kingpin? It's weird.
2: Interesting. It's a fairly. People, people, the old people keep doing this. They're like, you haven't seen this movie. I'm like, dude, I was negative five when this movie came out. Like, yes, I will watch old movies, but obviously I've seen fewer movies that came out before I was born. Uh, how old are you? 27. You don't, know, you don't know how old I am, man? I've known you for like five
0: years. A rhetorical- yeah, you're 27. But like, we all Rogue-
2: subscribe to
1: his newsletter under the pretension that he had seen these movies, now he has it, I want to unsubscribe. You haven't seen right. Kingpin, Sean? I'm out. I'm
2: out. You're gonna throw that away. You don't get to retain it if you if you unsubscribe.
0: <laughs> it'd be like if you it'd be like if you were an NFL writer and you like just didn't really ever see, you never saw Brett Favre play.
2: Or if I like never read the CBA.
0: Yeah, if you never read the CBA, exactly. <laughs> um Anyway, uh we are pleased to confirm that John Breach dyes his hair. That's exciting. Yeah, that, yeah. Is,
1: that is false.
0: <laughs> I don't know, John. There are <laughs> a
1: lot of silver hairs in there.
0: Um, I asked my brother over the weekend if he dyed his hair. He's like, What are you talking about? My hair's just great, dude. I was like, Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, Brian Wilson has no hair, so that's exciting. And Sean uh-huh. has continued to grow his out.
2: What? My hair's pretty short. I'm getting a haircut this week, though.
0: Uh, the uh, are, are, You and Brinson have a haircut date? No. 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 Oh. You know who's not you know who's, not? you know who's not? You know who's not taking a haircut? Dak Prescott taking a haircut. Yeah, that's the call when you get your. Uh, you, you have to. Uh, I
2: think the intro wasn't going well, Ryan, so he was trying to move it into the football.
0: That... Uh, it's just was staying too long. Let's keep moving. <laughs> Dak Prescott. <laughs> what? Dak. The <laughs> Dak Prescott, uh, according to reports from a report from ESPN, I believe it originated from. Um, Dak Prescott has received a new offer from the Cowboys, a different offer. In other words, more money. That's the uh, buzz. Two weeks ago, this is from ESPN. At Todd's, ESPN's Todd Archer. Two weeks ago at the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis, the Cowboys met for roughly 30 minutes with Todd France, Prescott's agent, inside the team's luxury bus. A source team that turned the discussion as, quote, positive. Before that meeting, the sides had not discussed Prescott's contract since September. Sources have said the Cowboys had an offer worth $33 million per season and more than $100 million guaranteed on the table. Structure wasn't known. Um, Patrick Walker of CBS Sports confirmed that the offer was somewhere in the range of $33 to $34 million per year. And uh, it, is, it is an enticing situation, but I don't see how Dak Prescott can take this.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, you just go, it sounds like a lot of money when you say 100 million, 33 million, but then you start to actually look at the numbers. Russell Wilson's at 35 million. Ben is at 34 million per year. Goffin Rodgers are at 33 and a half. Wentz is at 32. So 33, 34 doesn't sound that impressive. I mean, if I'm Dak, I'm not saying he's better than Russell Wilson, but this is the way the quarterback contracts go. I would be demanding Russell Wilson money at the bare minimum if I'm signing a long-term deal. And then you look at the 100 million guaranteed. Jared Goff said 110 million guaranteed practically at signing. So that's not really that big of a deal. He should be getting more than Jared Goff, um, guaranteed at signing. So I don't look at this offer as good enough to make Dak turn down the chance to play on the uh, franchise tag and really string it out. Like, I, I just don't think it's a good enough offer.
3: I think the most interesting thing about this is that Archer reported that last, I think last September, they offered Dak 33. Cause I was saying last, last year, a year ago this time, maybe they get him for 27 or 28. So, the fact that it was thirty three is higher than I thought, but to Sean's point, that it doesn't matter. You can't give him less than the going rate for the franchise quarterback who's number one, because that's how the franchise quarterback position works. I mean, that's almost a slap in the face. Um, it's not
0: almost; it is a slap in the face. Well, I was going to say
3: twenty seven would be a bigger slap in the face, but last March, maybe it's a little. You feel a little differently about it, but I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I would imagine Joe Flacco after that Super Bowl, when he bet on himself, he became the. In fact, he did become the highest paid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No one thinks Joe Flacco is better than Dak Prescott on any planet, even Planet Flacco. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> Joe, just to be clear, but Joe Flacco... Flacco won a Super Bowl. Dak Prescott d- has not won a Super Bowl. That's a huge difference.
0: But, That's ju- a, but Dak, Dak Prescott's difference. an unrestricted free agent. That's an even bigger difference. Yeah, Nick Nolte. Two, I mean, he look, he's two tags on one-year fully guaranteed crazy money deals from being able to sign with whoever the hell he wants or force Jerry Jones to give him $50 million a year. And the longer the Cowboys wait the more likely it is that Patrick Mahomes signs just because that's how time works. Now I don't think he's signing before the new CBA, but like if Patrick Mahomes signs
3: one month. So if Jerry Jones builds that time machine, then it'll all work. (laughs)
1: Let me say two things. And to Brenton's Patrick Mahomes point, if Mahomes signs, this off season, I actually think that's gonna make things even more complicated. Because let's say Mahomes gets a five year extension worth two hundred million dollars. We'll just use that because it's easy math. So that's forty million dollars per year. But he has one year left on his contract at seven hundred and thirty five thousand dollars. So in then his contract becomes six years, two hundred point seven million, which is an average of thirty-three point four million per year. So you know, well, then, that,
0: but he also has a fifth year option. Then he has two franchise. Well, things. no,
1: because if they give him the extension this offseason, the fifth year option will be out the window.
0: I, I I know that, but I'm saying that this is this is the third year they have to pick up the fifth year option this offseason,
1: unless they get the extension done before that. So, right. and, and but, what I'm saying is that if the, say the extension got done April 1st, that's before the fifth year options picked up, and Mahomes gets the the five years, two hundred million. You know, how are the Cowboys? The Cowboys don't want to pay him more average annual salary than Patrick Mahomes is getting, who just won a Super Bowl. Russell Wilson, who's been to two Super Bowls, who's won one. Ben Roethlisberger, who's won two Super Bowls. Like it makes sense that the Cowboys are kind of planting the foot down. But to what you're saying, yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent. Usually, don't find a quarterback in this situation. So all Dak's money is going to be new money, which is almost unprecedented, except for Kirk Cousins, and no one was giving him you know 35 million dollars per year.
0: Well, and when you say new money, that's the key term because they're not going to be like, Oh, Patrick Mahomes is making $33.5 million a year. Yeah. I mean, we'll just get to 34 and we'll we find they're like, no, Patrick Mahomes got 40 million a year in new money. That's what we want. We want 41 million a year in new money. Is it insane? Sure. Do you have a better plan? No. Cause then you're screwed starting in 2021 or really screwed starting in 2023. So I, I just think that if I'm Dak Prescott, I'm either getting 35 plus million dollars a year. And if you're Jerry Jones, why are you haggling about this?
3: This is a so, weird thing. I don't, I don't understand why he gets hot, caught up on these things because they said a year ago we want to pay Dak what he's worth or something to that effect. And now, you know, Nickel and Diamond, and we had the same conversation with Zeke. Like He said, yeah, we're going to pay Zeke, and then, like, well, we'll see and, him and Han, and then they end up paying Zeke. Is he the highest paid or is he close to the highest paid? What is, yes,
0: where's, he's the highest
3: paid. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know why we're dragging Maybe, like, spotlight, it, it is very weird, but like, what's – like, what's plan B? Like, who are you going to get? I mean, there are a lot of options of quarterback if you decide, okay, ultimately, I'm not going to pay Zach. Zach. Dak, 40, uh, $38 million a year, whatever it ends up being. Like, what, what's what's plan B? And to Ryan's,
2: to Ryan's point from earlier, they really screwed this up by not doing this a year ago. Because when yeah. Wentz signed his deal, we were giving the Eagles credit for getting it done before the Dak deal because DAC, the Cowboys were going to have to pay him more than Wentz got paid. And the Cowboys still haven't done it and they did it before he put together the best season of his career. They could have had him, as Ryan was saying, at 30, you know, 32 million. A, a year ago, I would have said, Dak, you can take this offer. You know what I mean? But the season that he played out in 2019 completely changed it in my opinion.
1: I think if they had made this $33 million offer, like the day after Carson went signed, cause that would have been more than Wentz got, he would have taken it. But remember, he also got the $33 million offer per year back in September. And he wasn't willing to take it after you know a few more things kind of developed out. So yeah, I mean he the shouldn't. Cowboys, the Cowboys blew this. That's all there is to it. Yeah. You don't
3: think he should have taken the September thirty-three million offer though, right, John?
1: No, I mean if I'm Dak, I, like I understand both sides. I understand why the Cowboys aren't offering more. But if I'm Dak, yeah, I'm I'm saying no to anything that's not at least a Russell Wilson contract, right. and that's thirty-five million per year. And like you said, why are they nickel-diming it? if they th- if it's a five-year deal? And you're at thirty three million. This you only have to add ten million dollars more over the course of the contract to make everyone happy to give him thirty five. Like, it's ridiculous that
0: you would just give it to him. They're still paying Tony Romo. Just pay Dak Prescott already. They're still dealing with Tony Romo's cap space. It's like
3: when you're looking for a house and the house costs, let's say, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And then your wife likes a house that costs two hundred sixty thousand dollars. Look, thirty-year mortgage, man, it's ten grand. Who gives a crap? Just buy a house and make your wife happy. And let's get on with it.
0: Yeah, and I, I, again, like we just can't harp on this enough. The Cowboys, it's not. This is not about wh- whether or not Dak Prescott is better than Russell Wilson. Just like it wasn't about whether or not Kirk Cousins was better than Aaron Rodgers or whoever, whoever he left. we
2: Goff, thirty-three and a half million. Right,
0: right. Russell Wilson when he signed his first contract, we did the same thing. When Derek Carr signed his contract, we did the same thing. When uh, Garoppolo. Garoppolo signed his contract. Oh, it's a hundred and twenty-five million for Jimmy Garoppolo. It's crazy. You can't do it. Yes, you can. It's a quarterback. You, as Ryan pointed out, you just made Zeke Elliott the highest-paid running back in all of football. So if you're gonna, maybe it's just trying to string it out and, and drum up publicity. I don't know. I would guess that here's the problem. It appears as if. and and we'll get to this in a second because the CBA has been delayed, but, like, the CBA does affect this. If they can use the franchise and transition tags, they'll just slap one on Dak and one on Amari and figure it out in July because that's what NFL teams
3: do. A year ago is the point.
0: Of course, no. It would have been much smarter cap management to get, like, listen, Dak. And, and frankly, if I'm Dak, like, at no point starting in September of 2019 am I even contemplating – signing a long-term deal when i have a, a short we have one year de- I and mean, he's got a ton of marketing money he's making i got you're know, gonna get short a one-year deal on a cheap on, that's that bumped up because it's your fourth year in your in your rookie deal then you got two more years on the tag and then your deuces to the open market where you're going to get 50 million a year
3: so john said tom brady if dak prescott doesn't come back for whatever reason and you got 33 million a year who you who you get
1: mm. sean will oh they said john no, John. Oh, um, that was my answer.
0: Uh, 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 sorry, I have um, to
1: pick someone else. That's, yeah, you, you have you to not, pick. In this situation, Dak is out. They've they're not talking to each other. Jerry Jones has ghosted Dak's agent. They're just done.
0: They're not even tagging him. They just got thirty three million extra a year. I thought you made like on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: um, Brady or Bridgewater. I mean, I think the problem with Brady, obviously, it's such a short term option. Where it's what I like about Bridgewater is there is that chance he does develop into a guy who could be there for five, six hey, hey, but
1: Jerry Jones said he wants to win a Super Bowl before he dies, you
2: know? That's
1: the, R- I, Rivers, Rivers. what I would do,
0: but
2: yes, I think he would go out to Rivers or, or Brady.
0: Rivers Rivers, and Mike McCarthy would make a lot of sense. They have the weapons. They've got a great offensive line. They want to run the ball. Rivers or I, Brady.
2: I do think that one
1: reason Jerry Jones or even the Cowboys front office is because they're – you know, Dak obviously is saying I'm top of the market quarterback, but they're sitting there saying like, dude – You've never gotten out of the divisional round of the playoffs. Like what do you so of the right, then, eight, yeah, then his response is I you hired Jason Garrett. Because, right, then, <laughs> of of the eight highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL right now, how many of them do you guys think have been to a Super Bowl?
0: Uh Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers. You
1: don't
0: have to like, say it out loud. One. I'm, just, it through my head. I'm gonna say um four.
1: Ryan.
3: I said Oh well, I, won. <laughs> I said, I go back. It's more than that, but I'll I'll, I'll take the low number. Select so, like, prices, what right. John? Five, seven. That was close. Five.
0: Boom! Oh yeah, never mind. Ross, Ben, obviously Rogers, Golf. Are you counting Wentz? I'm counting Wentz. You can't count
1: Wentz. He's quarterback most of the season. He gets the credit. He doesn't get the credit for the win. He, give, six give and a half.
3: That's a lot. Is oh,
0: so he the only guy's cousins? The only guy's cousins. Mm. Wow. How about the fact that after that, it's like again, again. Okay. So those, are, so those are our top eight quarterbacks, right? Then you got, uh, you got Cousins as the last guy on that list. Uh, six then
1: six was Matt Ryan after Carson Wentz in case we didn't make it clear. And eight not, was Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: We're not going to count Drew Brees and, and Tom Brady for the purpose of this because they, they're taking less money lately in order to help facilitate their teams at the end of the year. And Brady's a weird situation, but like the next group of quarterbacks is Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo, Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Alex Smith. Joe Flacco, Nick Foles, just, just pay Dak Prescott. <laughs> like, do you, like, what is your, like, what is your, what do you want from him? Backup quarterbacks are making $25 million a year. Like backup quality, Nick Foles, Jacoby Brissett, Joe Flacco, I mean, Eli Manning's on this list, Philip Rivers is making 20. I mean, like, just pay Dak $35 it, it seems, million and be done with
2: it. It seems like when the Rams, Got goff and the Eagles got wentz and even the Bears Trubisky. There seemed to be like this line of thinking, which I think is, is valid. It's a valid way to build a team is you got to get the cheap quarterback on his rookie deal and then you can pay all these other positions and you don't have to commit big money to one position. But it's like what? it's swung too much in that one, like that one area. Cause I think that, I think that's a valid way for a lot of teams to approach it who don't have a franchise quarterback, but it's not a bad investment to pay a quarterback 35 million if he is really good. It, like, it's not a bad investment. It's a good investment.
3: More importantly, and to, to John mentioned, well, Dak didn't win anything, Dak wasn't a general manager. He wasn't hiring these players on his rookie deal that the the uh, Cowboys basically destroyed that those four years by putting crappy players around Dak Prescott and refusing to move on from Jason Garrett. Maybe they're in a better situation. Maybe they're more like the Seahawks or the Eagles if they had some sense of what was going on front office-wise and trying to build a team around Dak who was making $45,000 a year as a fourth-round pick.
2: Not to mention they're about to let Byron Jones walk after giving Zeke top money, which, I mean, I mean, you could argue it either way. I would say I would rather have Byron Jones.
0: Yeah. All right, so let me ask you this. If they offer Dak $141 million, um, 35 change guaranteed per year, uh, with 115 fully guaranteed or total and guaranteed, and then 75 fully guaranteed, he takes that, right? Is that number one? Yes, by in all in all metrics. Yeah, I think so. Like, see, that's what you should do right now. That's the same like thing we're saying about Dak Prescott. Give him ten dollars more than whatever Le- on whoever the highest plate, girly, whoever it was at the time, and then let's get on with it. That that that's what I, you're, saying, you're saying. We're saying that about Z. Just like like this is what he wants. If you want to keep him, you need to give it to him. I I understand what the Cowboys are probably trying to do here. They're like, listen, now listen here, Dak. Russell Wilson won a Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger Hall of Famer. Aaron Rodgers might be the greatest of all time. <laughs> now Jared Goff, Carson Wentz. Eh, it's about your uh, stratosphere there, buddy. Uh Like I can like you can see him saying that, but it's like just stop being cheap. Go pay Dak. Maybe the Patriots should go pay Tom Brady. As the Brady We need uh we need like an as the Brady turns type of uh well, I don't know if a graphic would play on a podcast, but maybe like a a, uh I would enjoy it. Yeah, we could oh goodness, look at this graphic we just posted, Ryan. Fantastic. Um, Great work. Tom Brady uh Still on Twitter, by the way, Tom Brady. (laughs) Tom Brady, yeah. Better tweeter
2: than Will Brinson.
0: (laughs) In fact, I think Tom Brady tweeted and said Interesting things happening on and off the field. Quote tweeting a deadline, I believe at deadline Just deadline. I follow deadline. They follow me. It's pretty cool. No big deal. Um, (laughs) Still bragging about Twitter though. (laughs) Tom Brady has launched Hollywood based Ninety Nine productions. What do we make? Now, obviously that's the, it's what's, what's, what, what do you make of Tom Brady? Breach launching his own Hollywood studio teaming up with some of the Marvel guys and making a very public noise about it just days before heading to free agency. Uh,
1: well, I think if I'm Anthony Lynn, Dean Spanos, I woke up and I'm high-fiving everyone in the Chargers front office because I'm like, I thought we were out of the sweepstakes. If Tom has his own production company based in Hollywood, which is 10 minutes from where we practice, uh, maybe we're back in this thing. So, and I think it also says, a lot of questions about where he might sign a free agency it revolves around what does he want to do? you know, like, is he all about winning another Super Bowl? Is he about setting up this new production company? Is he about expanding TV 12? You know, there's a lot of different factors with Brady that you don't think about with other players. Uh, so I, I don't think that this necessarily means a lot. But it would make me feel slightly better if I'm the Chargers, knowing that hey, maybe he wants to be hands on. He can play football and run this production company if he comes out here and signs with us. You know
3: what? Let me just say this real quick because I want to call John out real quick um, because he's been very nasty to me.
2: Go (laughs) ahead, Ryan. It's all yours. I mailed the program yesterday, but you you mailed it. I'm not. Don't. I'm
1: canceling <laughs> it.
3: <laughs> you are nicer today. Maybe you feel that the burden has been lifted. Now, all I want to say was it's sort of funny that John's like, well, he has a production company, he has all these other things, the pliability stuff, and maybe
0: the Chargers will look finally on that. But remember when. Uh, what? You don't even hear it? When you're a little. You, oh, I, you, I didn't hear it, no. Yeah, you farted again. Electronic f- e farts. You e farted again. <laughs> there like it the is. The second time this year. I was wondering why you're pointing at me. I thought I was. Making- you, know, you know what? You know what it could be? It could be your cord. Like, if, when was the last time you got a new cord running from your mic to your computer?
3: mic to my computer the usb cord
0: no the microphone cord
3: xlr cord um yeah i don't know it came with uh this mic the Scott general got us it, it might be time to might be time to invest in a new cord might be if only uh what's that thing called backstage they would answer your <laughs> your text we could get some, you get don't, some. Want don't get me to ask for it trust me <laughs> yeah i thought you guys were pointing at me because i was making an awesome point and then uh, no you just thought <laughs> well, just e-farting um yeah so I'll, i won't move well my cord's not even moving very, I don't know. But my point is that, you know, maybe Ryan's in like,
0: Ryan it Ryan, the idea of like Ryan's audio being the problem is gonna put Ryan in a very dark place. No, I'm okay. For like several I'm, hours. Look, all I can do is, is, uh, you know, ask for a new computer. If I don't
3: get it, then, E fart, no, I don't hear it, you got to hear it, so that's, that's, you know, win-win. <laughs> anyway, what's your point? My point. If the Chargers are fine with, uh, Tommy, Tommy Broadway, Doing all those little extracurriculars, and it's sort of funny because all we, we could make fun of Le'Veon Bell about was doing those terrible rap albums, and and you know having uh, extracurriculars outside of football, and everyone was like, "Well, that's going to make him a terrible football player." I don't know if that's why he was terrible, but it didn't help. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm just laughing at Sean tweeting at Brinson. So anyway, that was that was the only point I
2: wanted. <laughs> this is I, I can't believe I let you hog the mic for. For that long tangent. I got it because I was
3: was, accused of farting.
2: I was going to say the Brady stuff. I'm not saying it's the same, but what it reminds me of was in February 2019, when everyone was suspecting it's Durant going to stay with the Warriors or go to somewhere else, he moved his business to New York offices. And then, of course, he ended up signing with Brooklyn. That's the thing, first thing I thought of.
0: Well, uh, in similar NBA fashion, I would even point out that the other obvious comparison is LeBron James. Who was playing for the Cavs, and it was like, well, where is he going to go? And the the recurring theme you kept hearing about LeBron James and the possibility of him signing with the Lakers, it still f- always felt kind of far fetched. Just the idea that he would go to L. A. Like, nah, he's not very good, and, but but it was like he, it, you could tell that, like the, like you just heard constant buzz about it that LeBron wanted to be in L. A. Not just to play for the Lakers, but also because it would oper- op- give him opportunities to do. Hollywood related things at the latter stages of his career. And I think there's far more parallels between LeBron James and Tom Brady that people like to give him credit for, like extending their careers. Um, you know, the, how they are the, you know, maybe the greatest of all time playing concurrently at the same time. Obviously LeBron James drafted with the first overall pick, Tom Brady 199th. And that's why 199 productions is that thing. But if you read the article on deadline, it says the company is quietly assembled a slate of development projects that include several with Brady on camera in stories spanning sports, entertainment, and health and wellness, among others. If you were Tom Brady and you were trying to make a lot of money with a sports documentary, having yourself move across the country and fire up with the Chargers would be a good way to do it. And if you were trying to convince, like if a team was, like, let's say Tom Brady's out there negotiating with multiple teams and talking to him. I really believe, and we said this on the podcast, one of the things that he's going to ask them for is to let uh, uh, his boy uh, Alex Guerrero have full run of the joint. The other thing he might ask for, hey, look, I want to bring a camera crew out. And you know who's not going to let him do that? Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is not going to let Tom Brady embed a camera crew from 199 Productions at the Patriots facility 365. But you know who might be willing to do that to help boost ticket sales for the new stadium? The Los Angeles Chargers.
1: Oh, I do think on that point that any team that wants to sign Brady will let him embed a camera crew. Even if it is a 75 person camera crew, they will let that army follow Brady around recording whatever they need. And I also think they would give Alex Guerrero a free run of the joint. So I think any team looking to sign him, not just the Chargers would be amenable to those two things. If that's what Brady, if that's Brady's situations. Hey, look, I'm not going to sign unless you give. They're okay on these two. But,
0: but like, that's the thing. He, Brady could go and sit with Bill Belichick, sit down with him to discuss these terms. And he could say, Hey Bill, like, here's what I want. And Bill's like, what, what? No, I'll give you 30 million a year and I'll like go get like, like, uh, Hunter Henry, but I'm not. No, what, what, what do you mean Tom? What do you want? You a camera crew? Are, are you, you rock what... now? What do you want? You want a birthday cake every day too? Like what, what do you, what do you want? On, avo- only avocado served in the cafeteria? Like what do you, what, what is this nonsense? You want a camera crew? This is football. And-
3: let me ask you this. Who do you think of Bel- Bill Belichick and Tom Brady more wants to prove they don't need the other person? Because part well, of me thinks it's Belichick.
0: I think it's Brady. It's, oh, no. It's definitely Belichick.
3: Because I think – like, it, I don't know if Tom would ask for those things. He knows Bill Belichick well enough not to do that. But even if Belichick's like, eh, I'm, I've had enough of you. I've had enough of you, Poulton, and all that other stuff. I'm I'm not happy that you made me trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Beat it. I'm going to sign, trade for Andy Dalton, and we're going to win 11 games and go to the Super Bowl. See the- you.
2: The thing I'll say about Belichick, though, is at least he does have a legacy before Brady. And Now, it wasn't as a head coach, it was as a defensive coordinator, but that's still an important part of his legacy, whereas Brady does not have any legacy whatsoever. You think like,
1: like the Browns in the playoffs? Sean, he was the last Browns coach to win a playoff
2: game.
0: Okay, okay guys, I was I
2: was negative two years old when that happened, so um, it's, I wasn't I, actually negative two. But
0: That doesn't mean you can't learn about it for your job. <laughs> Maybe you were too busy reading the CBA. I made a
2: good point, and you guys are getting me on a dumb, tech, dumb technicality. He is uh, not he, known for being a Browns coach. It, I don't think his stint with the Browns is known as the positive. Do you?
3: Yeah, he turned the Browns around. But I wouldn't – I mean, either the, – the Giants stuff and the the Browns stuff aside, those two guys are linked together forever. I mean, the,
0: the, Browns, the Browns fan street is a negative because they lost Bill Belichick. But they didn't I mean, like, like the fact that he
3: benched Vinny Tessaverde. That was a, a, a sticky point. Was, but was, uh, Those uh, are. Bernie Bernie, sorry, but um, neither Belichick nor Brady were making the. We're, were going to be hall of famers without the other. Is my point.
1: Yeah, but I do agree well, with Belichick. what I do think it means more to Belichick to win without Brady because he is he's got that mind like, hey, I'm the best coach ever. But there's always this. Well, you had Tom Brady, kind of like with Phil Jackson and Michael Jordan, where hey, Phil Jackson's a great coach, but you had Michael Jordan, and and those great coaches want to say, well, I could win. Without him, I've just why would I get rid of him if I have the greatest player? I'm not just gonna like cut him.
0: And there's, uh, there's the one Matt Castle season, but it doesn't really hold that much weight. And and yeah, I know you're right. Like people people say like, well, Belichick got Brady with the 199th pick in two thousand and one. He hasn't had to. it's like yeah, okay, we get it. But that it was, Matt Castle uh, team won eleven games. Yeah, but didn't go to the playoffs.
1: But did not make the playoffs, although but, they would have made it under the fourteen team playoffs.
3: Let me put it to you this way though: How many teams are are winning eleven games with Matt Castle at any stage of his career? I mean, well, the
0: Chiefs did the very next year, but that in the, in the, in the, <laughs> no, they didn't. You sure about that? Now, Castle went to the Pro Bowl the next year. The Todd Haley baby. They won eleven games. No, I, I, they, they won ten games in twenty. Ah, they won ten.
1: Two? Thank you. You just dunked Ooh. on
2: yourself, Ryan. You were a little bit nervous though when he went for the dunk. Ryan, had, I was thinking
0: it was twelve. <laughs> I, was it was 12 but, I
2: mean, right. you were only one game off. That's not. That's not. They won, the, they won
0: the division, right?
2: And and in Brinson's defense. Castle started 15 games that year, and he went 10 and five. So he just he didn't have the shot at the 16th, at, at the 11th win. Oh, in
0: fact, they won the division and sat their players in week 17. So I I think we'll call that a push.
2: I think you got fouled going for the dunk, and then you made the free throws.
0: Uh, one and one on the free throws. That's right. <laughs> made the first, missed the second. Okay, uh, one word from each of you. It's March 10th. Where is Tom Brady signing in your mind right now, John Breach? <laughs> What does that mean? Is <laughs> that
2: word. A, a word? <laughs> did you just make a cat noise?
1: That, that was, <laughs> we,
2: need a, we need a chip of the hand motion he did, That too. was the
1: sound of lightning hitting the ground because he's going <laughs> to the Chargers.
3: Oh, I thought you were talking to your cat to get off the television or something.
1: Like, oh, that would have been a cat noise.
0: He's going to the Bengals. No, just, it was, was lightning. Like, did your cat just fart? <laughs> Sean.
2: Uh, it's two words, technically. New England. You could have just said Patriots or
3: Foxborough. I mean, come on.
2: said where? I named a place Foxborough. New England. Joette.
0: Yeah, you're the worst.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, pretty
0: that's, that's, that's like something a little.
2: Out of, all the things, <laughs> out of all the things I've done and you claiming claim me, I'm the worst for that. Come on, that rings. I've had
0: cool. it. That was the final straw. Uh, I feel like Fox, that's the worst thing you've ever done.
3: <laughs> Foxborough for me. It makes too much sense.
0: Uh, I don't know my crap. Uh, It's a Chargers. Uh, Los Angeles is two words. (laughs) All right, let's take a break. Oh, my goodness. And when we come back, we'll tell you about the AFC East, some of those moves that they made, plus free agent running backs. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community.
4: And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio, visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
0: All right. So some quick moves of the AFC East to talk about bills signed Josh Norman to a one-year $6 million deal can reach up to $8 million in incentives. They have a ton of cap space. Norman's old. He doesn't have to be the top cornerback there because they have Tradavius White. It kind of makes sense, and not surprising that uh, Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott like to reunite with another player. that remember they signed start to star Little to in free agency. They have uh, typically been a feeder system for ex Carolina Panthers. Yeah,
3: one year, six to eight million. I mean, that's a bargain deal. I had nothing wrong with this, even does, if he just has
2: bargain doesn't have to be the shutdown guy anymore. Can just go start play opposite Travis weight. I like it. What there's no harm in this. If it doesn't work out. You lose $6 million and you had so much cap space that you're not going to need that $6 million. Why and if, you,
0: if you pay him $8 million, that means he had a pretty good year. So Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay. Uh, the Jets are, according to the New York Daily News and ESPN, are reportedly going to release Tremaine Johnson, a 30-year-old quarterback, Mike McCagnon, one of his, uh, headline splash signings that will probably prevent Big Mac from ever getting a GM job again, signed him to a five-year, $72.5 million deal in free agency in 2018. Uh, March 20th is when Johnson's $11 million salary for 2020, guaranteed for injury only, becomes fully guaranteed. So, uh, expect that cut to, I mean, this, we don't need a report. This is just, Obvious thing is going to occur in the uh, next yeah. day.
3: The the thing you didn't read there, Jets should have around fifty million in cap space. So that's huge. They can sign twelve offensive linemen yeah. and hopefully get better there and figure out the defense actually wasn't bad. Uh,
0: actually, and here's what the delay is on it. I think this is maybe this is from PFT. I'm not sure. Debo grabbed it, it's a weird font. It looks like PFT. Uh, actually, I can tell you if it's PFT. You know how I know? No, it's not PFT, it's got ESPN. You know how I know? Cause Mike Florio, he, uh, he, um, double spaces his sentences. Drives me nuts. <laughs> Florio has like two, you know, cause like you hit two space, it's like. Yeah, <laughs> Pipewriter report. He doesn't. It's fine. Florio can do whatever he wants. It's his, it's his website. Uh, I think Rich Simini of ESPN reporting that the holdup on releasing Tremaine Johnson is that the new CBA, we don't know what the rules will be, uh, vis-a-vis the post-June 1 cut. Um, with a new CBA, you can't do a post-June 1 cut in the final year of this old CBA. But if they get a new CBA in place, teams will be able to cut players and designate them post-June 1 cuts, wait till June 1, and then you save more money on the salary cap space. and you spread it out over multiple years. So uh, teams are very hopeful that that new CBA is incorrect.
1: And let me just say that this blows my mind that they have made this deadline now Uh, March 14th. So Saturday, March 14th is the new deadline. Tampering starts March 16th. So the Jets aren't even going to know how much money they officially have on their salary cap till less than 48 hours before free agency starts. Like Tom Brady, by the time he's talking with the Patriots, it's the tampering period. So all of this is just craziness that this is going down to the last second. The Cowboys, the Titans, they're not going to know if they have two tags to use, uh, until Saturday. So it, this is, the whole thing is just nuts.
0: It is indeed nuts. Um, the, what was I looking at? The, didn't we, wasn't there something about the deadline for why is this headline on the homepage? Um, am I crazy? Didn't I see something about the deadline? The NFLPA announced something about the deadlines being pushed back. Yeah, that's, that's what I just
1: said. So March
0: 14th. Yeah, but
1: Saturday, Saturday night at 1159.
3: You know what, Brinson, I'm hearing things too. I heard, uh, Saturday. It's weird. I just heard it.
1: Oh, but then. in case I just said it in my head to myself and didn't actually say it out loud, the deadline is March 14th. Brinson's favorite day is pie day because he eats pie. He loves pie. Brinson big pie eater. Uh, but that is when the deadline is 1159 is-
0: PM. That is actually true, that uh, I am uh, I am a big fan of pie. By the way, uh, Ian Rappaport reported, speaking of teams that are in New York, that the Giants are uh, not close on a contract extension with uh, Leonard Williams, who they gave up a third-round pick for, so they might franchise tag him, or else they'll let him walk in free agent market. Dave Gettleman has already said, and I'm going to paraphrase here, but this is what he said. He said, I'm going to look like an idiot if I don't sign him, aren't I?
2: and we said this when the trade went down, it was like, you have to extend him now because you just took a player with an exciting contract and you're not in win now mode. So he's not going to help you this year. And so the expectation was all along. They were going to do it. So uh, for our, for the con- sake of the pick six podcast content, I hope he walks so we can continue to dunk on Dave Gettleman.
0: Uh, Russell Okung, Sam Acho, Michael Thomas of the giants and JC Treader are the nominees for NFL PA president that vote will take place uh, today. If Russell Okung wins that, wins that vote. No, so like, if the players vote no on this CBA, oh my god, CBA, tell put everybody sleep. If the players vote no on the CBA, and they get a new president elected, and then they have to go back and re-bargain with a new president, it's going to blow everything. Like, it, it just won't get done. Just FYI. Yeah,
1: I mean, it it comes down to the bottom the players at the, at the bottom of the payroll the guys who are making five hundred, six hundred thousand 600,000 a year they don't care who the president is they're just going to vote uh yeah I want a 20% pay raise so but it'll be interesting if Okong is the new guy in charge cuz he hates this he hates the new CBA he wants to rework it he wants to renegotiate it uh so and if players support him by voting him in that kind of says that maybe they're against the CBA because they're supporting the guy who hates it
0: here's the thing i was looking for I don't think you said this. So the date, March 14th, for the vote has changed. However, the date for the new league year will not change. It's still going to be March 18th. Did you mention that? And I just spaced out and forgot about it. Well,
1: as the whole – the teams would only have 36 hours from the CBA being finalized, knowing the rules – to uh, free agency starting, tampering yeah, period correct.
0: starting. Uh, they are evaluating, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, whether or not to push back the tag deadline from 4 p.m. on Thursday. I would anticipate they'd do that because you really have to know. This thing's a whole mess, but thankfully it's not. It's the two years before. But then you know, if so that
1: happens, they probably push it to Sunday, March 15th, because you have to know what the oh. vote total is. And then so March 15th is the tag deadline, and then you jump right into the tampering period where teams can agree to deals. I actually.
0: And actually, it wouldn't be Sunday, March 15th, because the league won't be open for business. Oh, uh, it though. has to be on a Monday. It has, so you know, then it's
1: going to be March 16th at 4 p.m., and that's also when the tampering period starts.
0: Yeah. So it'll oh, be my Mo-
1: God. That
0: would be crazy. Can we just
1: free uh, record the emergency podcast now?
0: And in the meantime, corona taking over the world. Very exciting. A priest in uh, D.C. This is your corona update for today. A priest in D.C. Found out he has corona and uh, apparently was um, – Gave out communion to an entire church. Shaking hands, patting hands, handing out bread. So congratulations. There you go, Sean. And that's why you're not a God-fearing, church-going man.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that on this podcast. That seems, like <laughs> seems like a trap. I stay away from politics, and I stay away from religion on this podcast.
1: So, instance, that, that cruise ship is landing in Oakland right by Sean's house.
0: Uh, uh, barreling down. We can't get him through Jesus. We'll get him through a cruise. Um, I'm pretty sure my wife's best friend has corona. She's had acute bronchitis <laughs> for three weeks. <laughs> sure. Not so cute. That's not cute at <laughs> all. It keeps hanging out. I'm like, what are you doing? Freaking quarantine yourself, freak. I can't give out her name. Russ's bedside manner, second to none.
1: Well, I would oh, say yeah. Wilson would be the most person likely to survive a coronavirus apocalypse out of us four because he lives in the middle of nowhere. Well, yeah. we we all live in civilization, so we're probably you know even if we're one of the last ninety percent, we're doomed. But we're, Wilson's gonna have to repopulate
0: society. Is your no. wife ready for that, Ryan? Oh. <laughs> Jesus <Our> Christ! <laughs> she's like she's like shooting herself in the arm with corona. <laughs> Was like, she's like, she's like, hold on, kids! Mom's not going down this road. Yeah,
3: I choose death.
0: <laughs> she like falls into a pool of corona. Yeah, uh, the um, <laughs> uh, the Chargers have a, Is it the Chargers or the Rams? The Rams have a new logo, right?
3: Like a charger. Yeah,
0: okay. it looks like a Chargers logo. Uh, it's a um. How do you? How would you uh, explain it? It's
3: she described it as looking like the the president's hair, which is sort of funny. If you look, it, at it.
0: actually <laughs> looks
3: exactly like that. I will say this: when I saw it, I didn't hate it. I was like, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it it looks like a ram the way the 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 goal wraps around the L and the A or whatever it is. It's fine. I mean, it's not I, worth getting upset about.
1: I would say to me, it looked I like someone started drawing a Chargers logo. Got yeah, really, yeah. got really drunk, realized they were supposed to be drawing a Rams logo. <laughs> they were like, oh crap, didn't want to throw away the work they'd already done. They're like, oh, just combine the two and, and see what happens.
0: It, uh, I can't, I cannot stop seeing the president's hair. Me neither. <laughs> but, it's, 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 but it's like a sideways look. Yeah. Like it's all, like it's, <laughs> uh. I, I think,
2: I think, in all honesty, I think it's terrible. And I'm usually with Ryan on like the internet overreacts and is ultra negative about things. But I care a lot about hat logos because I like to wear hats. And if I was a Rams fan, I would be devastated if this was the logo. I think it it looks terrible. A, it just looks cheap, I think. And B, it looks way too much like the team, as Brick said, that plays in the same stadium as you. So I I think they got to go back to the drawing board. And the hat that it's on is like a weird, like, teal, like greenish blue like I did yeah real quick the hat if people only see the hat search for the
1: actual logo because my understanding is that that is a draft hat and because the draft is in Vegas all the logos have kind of a tinted neon light uh, so that is not the actual colors of the logo
2: uh, because this is a draft hat and a, a Twitter user described it as this looks like the equivalent of Sean's report on the CB on Friday's pick six podcast <laughs> <laughs> which, I, which I liked.
0: Sean and Ryan, when we start talking like CBA, it looks like me, but I do like, when I do local radio around Raleigh and they start, they have a hockey guest on, I just try to not make eye contact, like to put my head down and try to not make eye contact, hoping they won't be like, so what do you think about, uh, uh, Sky Vasilari or like some, I don't know. I don't
2: know. You would chime in as if you were an expert.
0: No. That is actually true. You would. What are you at? Uh, Austin Eckler. Will not be a free agent. Was set to be a restricted free agent. He got a big-time contract from the Chargers. Four years, $24.5 million. That's a good signing by the Chargers.
3: Let me ask you guys this without looking, and you may already have seen this because of this contract. Do you know how many receiving yards Austin Eckler had last year, 2019?
0: I would
2: guess 785.
3: overall.
2: What
3: would you guess, John? 750. 600. He had... Just shy of 1,000 receiving
0: yards last year. Oh, wow. This the, is only a, reason, the only reason I lowered it is because the Chargers stopped using him once Melvin Gordon came back as much. So.
3: This is a great deal. This is 10 times better than the Josh Norman deal, even though it's about the same amount of money per year.
0: This yeah. is probably
2: going to be – In my, I mean, we have to see what happens with Derrick Henry and everyone else. But this will probably end up being my favorite running back deal, I will imagine, of the offseason.
3: Yeah, this is what running backs should be paid. And
2: he's extremely productive. And, the, and these are the types of running backs you should be paying if you are going to pay them. The and well, how do Jesus you think do that, both.
1: And the Chargers were apparently offering Melvin Gordon ten million dollars per season last year. So how do you think they feel right now? Like, ooh, Austin Eckler for six million dollars per year, or Melvin Gordon for ten million dollars? I mean, that's the easiest decision that any front office could ever make. Uh So buy Melvin Gordon. He's not coming back.
3: Let and, me ask you one more question, real quick. Who makes more next year, Eckler or Melvin Gordon? I, I, Team pay Melvin Gordon when you could have had Austin Eckler or an Austin Eckler type player.
1: I think Melvin Gordon does because there's a lot of teams that need running backs with a ton of salary cap space and I think he'll get an eight to ten million dollar deal. I, I agree exactly with what breach
2: said. Uh,
0: I, I think um, Gordon will get more next year, but I think that Eckler will end up getting more from his full contract. Who will produce more next year? Uh, Eckler. although, <laughs>
2: Well, let's see where Gordon goes. Always, yeah. Well, let's
0: see who's quarterback. I mean, like if Tom Brady's the Chargers' quarterback, hello, Austin Eckler. I mean, like that's. I mean, that's another thing too. Ooh. Like, like Tyrod, I don't feel terrible about his production. No, Ty- but like, but like fast. Austin Eckler is like a better James White. Yeah. yeah. Right. But guess he what? has a more complete back.
3: The Chargers' offensive line is a worse Patriots' offensive line.
0: Well, sure, but that's why you're dumping down to the running backs. Two hundred eighty-five carries in his career. 303 for Derrick Henry last year. Derrick Henry is a free agent running back. And that's our top five Tuesday, top five taco Tuesday rankings. Let's get a taco sponsor on here. Love the graphic. I had some queso for lunch, actually. Just queso? Queso. Ch- <laughs> Just a couple shots of queso. <laughs> okay. Um, we got well, some queso for uh, Chubby's tacos locally. Very good. All right. Shout out. Uh, sh- it's not a sponsor. Could be.
2: Call me Chubbies. I mean, it's the second straight week. I think you mentioned them. So. Oh,
0: we're talking about tacos. I can't stop thinking about Chubbies. They, had a great, they got great tacos. Some Baja shrimp tacos. And,
2: and and the
1: Rams' new logo kind of looks like taco shells if you break down the gold <laughs> parts.
0: That's a good point, Breach. Uh, so our consensus, free agent, running back rankings, Super Friends consensus, our top five. We'll start at the bottom. We're going to be previewing the top five on Tuesdays. That's what we do or throughout the week. Pete Prisco's coming on. He's mad at me because I won't talk to him. Matt Breida at number five.
3: That's not why he's mad at you. Can't be. It's fine.
0: Matt Breida at number five, 25 years old, three years in the NFL, had 623 rushing yards, a touchdown, 19 catches, one hundred twenty-seven, 120 receiving yards, and a touchdown. How do you feel about Matt Breida as an option out in the open market, Sean?
2: I will say these are consensus rankings. I did not put him in my individual top five. I did it first and then I took him out. My concern I think he's a good player, but my concern is twofold. One, how much is his success more of a product of just being Kyle Shanahan's awesome system that makes everyone look great? And B, he's never really done it for like a full season. He's put hit the most involvement he's had was in twenty eighteen when he played in fourteen games. Um and he's made appearances pretty consistently throughout all the seasons just without like a starting role. Um so that would be my concern. He's been banged up a little bit. I still think he's a really good player. I would like him more than overpaying Melvin Gordon because he's gonna cost a lot cheaper and he can probably do a lot of the same stuff. Uh but I don't think you're getting a superstar necessarily.
3: But Are I like him. number five
2: uh, Jordan Howard. Okay. All right. I had
3: I think
0: I had
2: Breed at five. Yeah I was flipping between Howard and uh and five
0: that's all I had to say on that. Okay. <laughs> breaching. I think the ideal landing spot for Matt Breida is at the Forty ers frankly. Yeah. I agree. I was just trying to think of like who should grab him. And it's like, dude, just, you're just good in Kyle Shanahan's system. Like some variation thereof. I mean, you know, I don't know. It seemed like an easy landing spot for me. Number four, Kareem Hunt. Just, he wouldn't have to be 25 years old yet. 24 years old. Obviously have, has off field uh, problems, concerns, came back for the Browns last year looked pretty sharp towards the end of last season uh, you know finished with eight games 43 rushes 179 yards 4.2 yards per carry he is a restricted free agent um and, and of course in 2017 as a rookie he led the NFL in rushing with 1327 rushing yards uh, 4.9 yards per carry eight touchdowns with the Chiefs also had almost 500 receiving yards should somebody come out and tender Kareem Hunt breach
1: yes branson i think someone should look when he's on the field He's been pretty good. And so obviously we saw him lead the, the whole entire NFL or just the AFC and rushing uh, in 27 is, is, I think year, he was geez. the, I think it was the
0: NFL. It's the entire NFL. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah, he, 2017 was Zeke's uh, suspension
1: year. He's a good talent. Right. He's going to have a whole off season in your system. Whereas, you know, obviously he was suspended with the Browns this past season. Uh, so if I'm a team that needs a running back, I go out and I get them and I, I don't think the Browns are going to match something that is super high. If somebody comes out and offers Kareem Hunt and Austin Eckler size contract, six to eight million dollars per year, I don't know that the Browns are going to match that because they are pretty set at running back with Nick Chubb. So, uh, if I'm maybe the Texans, I think the Texans would be a very interesting fit for Kareem Hunt. I think the Buccaneers would be interesting. Uh, but those are two teams that I would consider giving an offer sheet because I don't think the Browns are gonna match a 68 six to eight million dollar offer
0: what is the tender again depends on how they tend to, the the Browns yeah they haven't done it yet okay I, I was, would guess they do a second round tender yeah I think they would be, I think they would be thrilled if somebody came and offered did an offer sheet and they got a second round pick for Kareem hunt
3: yeah i I love him in the the brown system though safansky's um, we know that he likes to run the ball a lot because Zimmer demanded that he did it, it last year, and they had Nick Chubb. But more importantly, I was sort of surprised that he was fourth on this list.
2: I was going to say that I would have had him at two, I think, if not for the off-the-field concerns. And he just right. had that incident where he was pulled over and inebri- inebriated, I believe. So
0: yeah, You've got you've got major off-field red flags, and he's an RFA. That changes things a lot for me because like, you're not just negotiating with his agent and, and coming to a deal. You have to... Do the tender thing. Uh, uh, three. The sec,
1: second round tender, real quick, is 3.3 3 million. So if a team came and offered him 5 million, I don't know if the Browns would match that.
0: I don't think they would. It's not a lot. We're just talking to, about. To, like, to
1: Ryan's
2: point, like. you
0: to give up we're, just talking about,
2: we're just talking about Eckler. Like, he is perfect for the modern NFL. Like, he allows them. You can keep Chubb on the field, right? And Cream Hunt on the field at the same time. They did that all at the end of last season. So. If they
0: place a second round tender on him and somebody. Gives up a second round pick for Kareem Hunt. They're idiots. Cause you can get a second, a player in the second round pick, like, uh, uh, who's the guy from LSU? Clyde Edward DeLayer. Yeah. Yeah. Have, wouldn't you rather have Clyde Edward DeLayer on a second round rookie contract than Kareem Hunt with his, I mean, like, it, it, yeah. that's a no-brainer to me. I think he, I bet he stays with the Browns. Kenyon Drake, 26 years old, four NFL seasons in. Uh, he was finally able to break out once he escaped Adam Gase in Miami. Six games in, uh, two, uh, he had 643 rushing yards at 5.2 yards per carry, eight touchdowns in eight games with the Cardinals. He was a revelation. He sent David Johnson to the bench. Where's his best landing spot, Breach? Stay in Arizona, Kenyon, if you are listening, which I
1: know you are because everyone listens to the Pick Six podcast. I don't know why you would leave. This offense is perfect for him. Obviously, David Johnson had trouble picking it up. Didn't really fit in with what Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury was trying to do. Uh, if I'm Kenyon Drake, I think my best shot at success is staying in Arizona.
0: Anybody else disagree? David Johnson does, but no one else on this, on this spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it, it was hard finding. This is the problem with the running back market. Like it's hard to find great spots for these guys. You know, he would be a nice, he would be, they have, um, the Colts have, uh, my boy Naheem Hines, but I wouldn't mind. Them adding some more pass catching running backs. I look, I, I
3: was, Drake would make a ton of sense in Pittsburgh. Their running back situation is is problematic with um, James Conner and his inability to stay healthy. And um, what's his face? The guy they drafted last year out of Kentucky, whose name I can never remember. Benny um, Snell. Benny, yeah,
2: thank you. I mean, I, I feel like Kenyon Drake is a fit in most places because he's pretty multi dimensional. Yeah. Not exactly. It's like, get it. If, if you have a smart coach, like they can utilize his skill set. Like, Um, I think even like Tampa Bay, for example, Bruce Arians system, like um, or Houston, like playing with Deshaun Watson. I think that would be a good fit, too. But I agree. I like the Cardinals should just try to keep him.
0: All right. Melvin Gordon, our number two running back friend of the program. Melvin Gordon played Madden with him. He's been on the podcast. Uh, Of course, 26 years old, five NFL seasons, only played 12 games, 612 rushing yards, 3.8 yards per carry. Real down season last year after his holdout. Sean got a uh, good change of scenery for old Melvin. Yeah, this
2: one was hard to find because I think a lot all of us agree like you shouldn't overpay for him, so you have to look for a team with a lot of cap space. Um so the team I landed on was the Bills. I think they have the third most cap space in football.
0: Now are you um, not high on Devin Singletary or you just think they want to run the ball a ton?
2: It's the latter, yeah. I, I'm very high on Devil Singletary. Or Devin are you Singletary. low on Josh Allen? it's all it's all those things so i think this is going to be a run heavy team it's i think they're going to remain that way
0: uh if you look at Ooh, it i love Sean's this I, is setting up to be a sean talking point this all season like you need to get back to running the ball and keep it out of josh allen's hands minimize the number of mistakes he can make we don't know if he's a if he's if he's an elite complete quarterback yet and i frankly don't believe he can trans- transition to that
2: fevo just clip that and every time i start talking about the bills just playing over me um Duh. if you look at what they did last year, I, I love Devils, Devin Singletary, but Frank Gore had 166 carries. Like, I think if they're not bringing back Gore, you have to replace those carries. And not to mention, Melvin Gore would be a substantial upgrade over Frank Gore. And I think he just fits what that offense wants to be.
0: Okay. And, uh, finally our number one running back. Bu- 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 Derrick Henry, obviously, 26 years old, four NFL seasons, the first player in NFL history to rush for 180 yards in three straight games, including the regular and postseason. Most rushing yards in NFL history in a player's first four career postseason games, 561. Wow, playoff monster. He's the first player in the Super Bowl era with 1,200 rush yards and 10 rush tees in the eight-game span. Um, And he was just he was dominant in the postseason. And look, again, it's not a cop-out. It's just hard to find a better fit for Derrick Henry. In the Titans, to me, that's an obvious landing spot for him. Go back to Tennessee. You play in that offense. You, you bring back Brian Tannehill, or maybe you sign Tom Brady, but you lean on Derrick Henry again. The biggest problem is that you got to pay him a big contract.
3: Sort of a big problem. By the way, we gloss over the fact. I'm not sure why Melvin Gordon was number two on this list, despite his friendly. Where
0: did where did you rank him? Uh, I think I had him four. Well, I mean, it's I, I was these are independent of contracts, like or expected contracts, I guess. Like I would rather have Melvin Gordon than Kareem Hunt. Really? I mean, really? Kareem Hunt might – he's got pulled over like, – you, just don't, you just don't know if he's going to be there. I know. On-field-wise, though. Kareem Hunt would be the guy.
2: Yeah. So, like, I have Melvin Gordon at two. But, like, if I was an NFL GM, I wouldn't sign Melvin Gordon even though I have him ranked number two because it would just be too costly. I'd rather go get Matt Brita for a lot cheaper. Yeah. or or. But I think he's the second most lay- accomplished running back on this list. Absolutely. Like, he's a good player. The contract discussion – always clouds the fact that he still is a good player it's just he's not worth it
0: because of the way the NFL works that is correct all right that's our running back discussion free agent stuff great job guys we're we'll back with Jonathan Jones tomorrow make sure and uh, subscribe rate and review and we'll talk to you guys soon okay picture this
5: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or